G'day, everybody. It's Peps. It's J-Dog. It's tipped out. Round nine. Here we go. First game kicking it off tomorrow night is St Kilda versus the Cats, 7.50 p.m. Marvel Stadium. Jamie Wallace, you're here to discuss a massive round of games with me and it all starts tomorrow night. Can the Saints continue the fine form from last week or will the Cats demoralise them as they should be? Good Thoughts up. and feelings. Good afternoon, Peps. Good afternoon, listeners. Peps, we like our tips fast and we like them direct. And the answer to your question is no. <laughs> <laughs> Are Saints even going to get close to the Cats tomorrow night? Not not if the St. Kilda of the West Coast and the St. Kilda of the Richmond games turn up. Oh, no, they're going to get absolutely pumped, I reckon. You know, if you have a look, if you have a look even just over the course of the season at the moment, like the, the Cats have scored 24 goals more than their opponents over the course of the year. Mm-hmm. The Saints are 21 under. Mm-hmm. Saints can't kick a score. Mm-hmm. Cats can kick a score. Mm-hmm. The Cats on a fast deck. Yep. Who's going to stop them? And who's going to stop? If you stop Cameron, who's going to stop Hawkins? If you're not going to stop Hawkins, who's going to stop? Hey, all I can oh, say. Oh, the MCG. So the MCG won't stop Gary Rowan. All I can say is good luck to Frawley, Wilkie, Clark, Webster, Howard, and Sinclair this weekend because it is going to be a hard forward line to stop. It's uh, it's ra- it's, it could be raining men. Well, it rained men. Could last be the week. raining men of the Geelong midfield just streaming down and be like, there was chubby balls. There was sleep balls. It was like Forrest Gump. There'll be just footballs flying in left, right, and center. So you're saying not only are the three forwards up front last week who did the damage, oh. the mids can also get involved as well. Oh, you reckon? Duncan, <laughs> Guthrie, Isaac Smith, Blitzarves, yep. that Harry Taylor Narkel, might even slot in Narkel. for a couple, and he's not even playing. Narkel, Tui. Oh, it's going to be a demolition. I feel sorry for St. Kilda. Your season's over as of tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Start tanking for next year. It all started when they chose the wrong king. Simple as that. So I'm going with the Cats How in a landslide. Oh, landslide. What's that? Ten goals plus? Oh, uh, ten minimum. Zach Jones is out. They've just lost their best player over the last couple of weeks has gone. Yep. Yeah, this, um, is, this is going to get – this is going to be your being a bad – this could be expelled from school stuff. So we're going to get Nuffies all week talking about St. Kilda and how terrible they are and – Oh, blah, it's all Ratton's fault. Yep, exactly right. You're just no good. I'm with you, Peps. 10 plus for me. 10 plus. Easy done. All right. Let's rock on to Saturday, May 15. The Sydney Swans had a belter of a game against the Ds last week. They're back on their home piece of dirt against Collingwood. Look, there's only one word to describe Collingwood at the moment, and that's just woeful. Mm. They're woeful, woeful, woeful. And the Swans, if you compare the pair, I think the Swans are just going to take this one out. They've just got too much across their young kids are uh, beautiful guns. Buddy would be better back for the run. Collingwood has got nothing at the moment. Don't worry about the goey six goals last week. He played the North Melbourne thirds. That's how who was playing on him. They're just going to be too strong. Yeah. Once again, if you have once if we just go by the sheer weight of numbers, mm-hmm. 13 goals in front against yeah. their opposition in the Sydney. Yeah. Uh who's the other mob? Collingwood, I went blank then for a second. Yeah, the Magpies are looking at 15 goals less. Yeah. Same issue. They just can't score. Yeah. And getting, 
average average um, inside 50s is also a huge differential for these two teams. Oh, well, they're, sl- they're 39. They're less than 39 inside 50s across the course of the year against their opposition as well, Collingwood. Mm-hmm. So it's not about just getting it in and scoring. They just can't get it in there as well too. They're going to be decimated. Put this one over 39.5 points for your multis, people, because quick, I reckon Sydney have got it. Quick side note. Yeah. Brody Majek got the mark of the week over Shibon. Oh, come on. <laughs> The only way, the only way that the Collingwood members got online was it must have been that it was recharge day for the Sydney, sorry, the the Richmond supporters' mobile cards. The recharge went in late and they missed out. That's the only way. That's not. But it was said that the selectors at the end of the year can pick a number of marks that weren't selected by the fans, which is smart because that crapped on my checks. Yeah, he was a, he, he he almost felt uh, Bolton thought he was playing for Melbourne at one stage. Altitude sickness—that's how high he was. My check was good, but it wasn't. No, nah, it was no shy Bolton's. Hi, yeah, like kung fu kick in the air. Alrighty, <laughs> so we're both going there. Okay, Q, the Q clash, Metricon Stadium, the Suns versus the Lions. The Suns were stiff last week, and the Lions were roaring. To you almost, sound, you almost sounded like the uh, you almost sounded like the guy from the Wild World Sports then. What do okay, you think? She's a bit of a setup. <laughs> I tell you, okay, Saints there, Kenny. They were playing some sensational football. They were a bit stiff to beat the Saints to lose to the Saints up there. But I reckon they're a massive chance to get across the lines at Metricon Stadium this week. <laughs> I reckon they're a massive chance. Uh, they've got some good work out forward. They've actually got a positive goal differential. Uh, but I also have to say that what the, uh, the who's that mob? The Lions are also going to probably leave this event because I just think there's just more men, there's just more strength across the midfield there with Brisbane. Charlie Cameron back in the forward line is making a massive difference. Joe Salaher, Sherman McCluggage, massive BLO chance. I'm just going with the Lions, but I hope this is going to be closer than the previous two games there, Kenny. Oh, God. You sound like almost every boxing coach at a football club then. Duck and weave, duck and weave. Yeah, no, I just think I think the Lions are going to be too strong across the park. They've just they, they've just got a bit of oomph about them at the moment. So Pep's but I reckon the, the Suns... Your boyfriends, though. You yeah, love the Gold Coast. Yeah, I do love Gold Coast. I really do love Gold Coast. Look, they're playing better footy than Hawthorne, North, Collingwood, and St Kilda. So there's four teams that are playing better football then. Yeah. At the moment, okay? So they just they just need to stick in to get. Like I said, they've got the best percentage of the teams outside the eight. They're only team in the positive 100 plus. Mm. So they're doing a lot of things right. They're just oh, going yeah. through that. They just can't get across. They're in a better position than they were over the last number of years. So I reckon this could this will be under 39 and a half if we have to go with the margins. Okay. Uh, but I reckon this could be a, a pretty good game. Yep. I'm going to say plus 40. Okay. I want to go through a couple of things for you. Goldberg, The Undertaker. Will the streak continue? Will North lose their ninth game in a row or will they break it against the Hawks this week at the University of Tasmania Stadium? Two-head Tasmania, 2.10 p.m. Hawks, North, if you have a look across the averages, one team is going at minus 39 goals. The other one is going at minus 50 goals. They can't, one's going at minus 105 inside 50s against 89. Interesting thing is that 89 is north. So north are able to get it in there. They just can't score at the moment. So peps. Yep. Mind peps. you, they're averaging 400. They're looking at 408 disposals differential. So they're just chasing tail game in, game out. Um, 
let's be honest here, Pips. This is a game for the fans only. Of these two teams. Here's one for you. Here's one for you, football lovers. Save your broadband and don't even turn this game on. Save the gigabytes. <laughs> what a love North to win. What would Kennett come out and say if North beat the Hawks this week? Well. They've been yeah. better the last couple of weeks, I must admit. Oh, they've been better, but they've been blown away as well. Yeah, I just they just haven't got that. They just haven't, doesn't matter. Play the kids. The kids just aren't seasoned kids. So they hang don't on, have you're saying North are going to win this game? No. Nah. Okay, all right. I'd love them to win, but I'm, I'm going with Hawks. You just have to. There's just They're going to have to pinch one eventually. Uh, I think University might be coming back into the league. Is Fitzroy playing? Maybe they're recruiting <laughs> Fitzroy to play again. But I'm sorry, North supporters. You're going to be going down another one. The Hawks are going to pinch you win, and they're going, to move from, they're going to move from 17th to probably 16th. How much? All right. How much? Here's one of the games of the round. Well, how much? Yeah. Um, I reckon it might be close for another two and a half quarters mm-hmm. and then a blowout. Maybe four or five, or maybe five, six goals at the okay. most. So I'm under go, 39s. I'm going to go under 15. Under 15. Oh, good. Hope so. Mm. Hope so. Then it'll be one of those games we said, don't watch, but turn it back on and have a look at. <laughs> All right. I reckon one of the games of the – the two games of the round are happening on Saturday night. One's going to be at Marvel Stadium. It's uh, Richmond's home game. Figure that one out. But every team has to play a home game at Marvel Stadium. 725 against the Giants. Giants have been – Pretty good over the last couple of weeks. Whitfield coming back has made a massive difference. It helps Kelly out. Unfortunately, Hogan's going to be out again, but they've got that superstar who I love, Toby Green down forward. Mm-hmm. The Tigers, tell you what, they lose this one. They're going to lose touch with the eights because they'll probably drop out. This is an eight-point game. Whoever goes in will take a spot in the eight, and whoever loses will drop out. And with the challenges that Richmond have over the next couple of weeks with their um, fixture, it is going to be a challenge for them. So they're going to have to pinch one of the upcoming games. The thing is, I don't see it happening tomorrow night or happening Saturday night against the Giants. They just got the Giants have got too many things going right for them at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Finn Lason being out with that stupid elbow, I've got no idea what he was thinking. Uh, once again, it's probably the first target he'd hit all season. So yep. congratulations on that one. But. Richmond lost their main player though for the year. I mean, yeah, who's that? For a couple of weeks, Kochi. Oh, the most overrated Brownlow medalist ever. No, Shy Bolton has gone out. For oh a couple yes, of weeks broken hand. Yes, and Cochin's out as well too. So it's going to make it a challenge for them. Dusty Teams back. haven't been released. He was back last week. That didn't make a difference, did it? Oh yeah, should have tried to go about that. Yeah, he didn't I do much different. <laughs> he should have stayed in quarantine, I reckon. But I reckon that uh, the Giants are going to take this one out. They've, like I said, they've picked up over the last couple of weeks. The Tigers, it's really interesting. If you have a look at the Tigers, if you have a look at the uh, the inside 50 count, they're getting a lot of ball in. They've got 57, average, uh, 57 differential. Giants have less than 40, but then if you have a look at the actual goal difference, mm. you're looking at uh, two to the Tigers and negative one to the Giants. So the Giants, even though they're not getting it in as much, are more efficient in front of goal. Yeah, Richmond at the moment they got the most overrated forward in Tom Lynch, and if he has done nothing this year, like I said, Jane Lynch—that's who it should be. The real Tom Lynch is at Adelaide. Uh, I'm going with I'm going with a bit of a mini upset here. I'm going with the Giants, J Dog. Oh, okay. Um, I I will f- not follow you. I'll go Richmond and tight, less than a goal. Put your agates on the line, son. Why, why are you going over the inform team against the outform team? Because here is my justification. Three premierships. That will come and good. That will come good. Don't, 
Jamie, Jamie. I'm telling you, Jamie. Pets. I'm telling the you, rocking pets. chair has to tip over sometime, mate. Well, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm right, I'm still here next week. That's fine. And so is tipped out the place to get your tips. Better than anybody ever. Okay, we're split on that one. 7.40 p.m. Adelaide Oval. Talk about Port Adelaide and the Western Bulldogs. J-Dog, this is your game, mate. I'm handing it over to you. Yes. Give us the 411, what you reckon. Oh, God, I hate these games. Um, I think Western Bulldogs coming, obviously, uh, number two on the ladder versus number three on the ladder, tight as it gets. This is going to be one of those days where... It will be a last quarter nail biter. I think it'll be tight all three quarters, and then the last one, I reckon Port will kick away by fifteen. Okay, so you're taking your mob to win this one. I am by fifteen points, but history has not been kind to Port Adelaide against Western Bulldogs over there. No, and I think the thing that's holding you at the moment is the fact that the doggies. They had a great game. I don't know if Bruce can do it two weeks in a row, hmm. uh, and he's going to be playing a bit of a, playing against a bit of a, a stronger backline with with, with Cleary. Um, also Jonas down there as well too. So it's going to make it a bit of a challenge for him there. Yeah. They do get a lot of ball inside 50. Like I said, if we go by the differentials against their opponents, they've got 105. So they're averaging more than 10 inside 50s, almost probably, what are we looking at? 10, almost 15 more inside 50s a game than their opponents. And he's my concern, Peps. Yep. Scott Lice has gone for four weeks. So we haven't got our Ruckman there to give our midfielders the first touch. Okay. You had one, which was Paddy Ryder, and you let go of him. Paddy Ryder was crap. Okay. Yep. Uh, he's just been – he's been lighting it up for St Kilda, but that's about it. Didn't do anything. He wanted to he, – remember he, remember he wanted to get out of Essendon because of all the, the drug saga and then wanted to go to Port Adelaide and go back to the other club that's offering more money. That's it. Yeah. Um, look, I'm, I'm going with your mob mm-hmm. just because it's in Port Adelaide. Mm-hmm. If it's a – Wet night over there in Adelaide. I'm definitely going with your mod. I actually think you've got bigger bodies. The doggies like to run, big ground, so it's going to be good for them. That's funny you say that. I reckon that we play terrible in the wet. I reckon the Bulldogs play better in the wet. Nah. Oh, I reckon right. the Bulldogs, once again, if you play under the roof, you're not going to be able to handle the conditions. So I reckon if it's a bit dicey, mm. you're going to be able to – you're acclimatised to outside. I'm telling you now. <laughs> And uh, Josh Bruce is going to suffer from shit tat syndrome. Never play two games in a row good, except if you're dusty. All righty. So I'm going with Port. You're going with Port. Port. Doggies are going to drop another game. Rightio. Getting on to Sunday, May 16. Here's some special games for you here, gay dog. All right. <laughs> Let's get this one out of the way. Essendon versus the Dockers, Marvel Stadium. Essendon, I'll tell you what. They've surprised, I reckon, a few people at the moment because they have played really consistently throughout the entire year so far. They had those hiccups. Remember early on, it was a bit hiccup. Yeah. yeah. But they've got a bit of consistency. But the kids are going to have to start to feel it a little bit. Mm. But the Dockers, they're just they're up and down like yo-yos at the moment, the Dockers. You just can't – I don't know where they are. They, they play all right and they go and do something what they did against uh, West Coast a couple of weeks ago. Then they come out last week. They're a little bit all over the shop. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still in Dockers for this one here. You are. I just can't forget the fact that Essendon lost to Carlton. That just, that just puts it all in perspective for you, doesn't it? It just, <laughs> they can play as bad as that, or they can play champagne football. But for me, Frio is just a little bit more consistent. Well, they're actually pretty, a little bit, pretty, um, 
pretty close against the mark here. The Dockers get, the Dockers seem to get the ball inside 50 a little bit more than the Bombers, which I, I find a little bit surprising. I think with what the Bombers have served up so far, it's good. They don't mark the ball as much, so they tend to, and they're quite they're quite behind on their disposals. Both of these teams, mm. uh, but the Dockers are two hundred and fourteen disposals behind over the course of the year, where the Bombers aren't. So the Bombers are getting their hands on the ball a little bit more, and I just think that they're going to be tailored for that that beautiful uh, Marvel Stadium carpet like ground, and I think they'll they'll pull a win here against Fremantle. Ooh. And there's a few people on the Essendon uh, who are listening to this from Essendon who think, perhaps are you going to the dark side? No, I'm not barracking for you, but I just think that you're going to take this one out against a, a Dockers side. Mind you, if Monday and Five turn up, which they normally do, if Walters can start to get his game together again, um, it is going to make it a bit tough. Chera, Brayshaw, you know, we've spoken about him, Hayden Young. Plenty of talent there, but I just think Essendon at home uh, to give this something. Yeah, oh, Sarong, Lockie Schultz. Oh, yeah, exactly. But, hey, Essendon got a lot of good kids, but I think that they'll take this one out. All right. We talked about Goldberg. We talked about The Undertaker. Will the streak continue? Melbourne, 3.20 p.m. at the home of Football MCG against, you'd have to say, a very disappointing Carlton from last week. Uh, The Ds are going for their... Ninth win in a row, which is scary in itself. This game will be live on Channel 7. I'll be there. Looking forward to a cracking game of football. Melbourne. Weed, <laughs> the weed's back. The weed's back. Luke Jackson. Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne. Bit of a shame. Yep. I oh, know. Can I just shut up for a second? Melbourne you got to 60. talk about your mob. Okay. Melbourne. Melbourne by a fair margin. All right. I just think that they've got way too much talent on the park. They've got way too much to, to play for. And I just weed, think that if we can. Weed yeah. and Brown this week? Weed, Brown are in. Jackson's Wheat out with a brown together. Yeah, Jackson's are out with a finger, so it's going to be a bit of a disappointment. And I also want to throw out James Jordan got the um, rising star this week. He is one of those players, like I said, who has had a fantastic off season and has elevated their game. And he's actually he's playing really good football across the back. I think Salem and Hunt coming off halfback, mm. Petrarca, Oliver, Harms came back after a number of weeks out. Bailey, Bailey Fritch oh, Fritchie's had al- elbows in heads and not get not get done for a suspension. Hey, I told you he, he dived into his elbow. Okay, <laughs> I, I just think with the firepower of Brown, Wiedemann, Fritch, potentially Petrarca, and then you got Tommy Mack. Like there's five. I just don't think they're going to. They, they might be able. To, who's Wiedering going to take? Unless Wiedering Pets. turns into Doctor Octopus, honest he ain't going to stop him. Honest yeah. question: Were there moments in last week's game where Tom? Uh, Tommy Mack was playing off the halfback line where you were going, oh, my God, flashbacks to, like, the shit nah. days. No. Nah. Okay. Nah, not at all. all right. Nah. There's a couple oh. of things I saw and I thought, oh, I wonder if Pep's is sitting there having a having a moment. He's like, no, no. No. Nah. Oh, look, I must admit I was getting a little bit scared there at times and I was getting very nervous in the back half of that game. But <laughs> he, he was a class above. Like he, you got to understand, Melbourne wanted to get rid of him at last year Absolutely. because of what he did. And Absolutely. he has just come out. He's just gone, mate, meat diet only. And he's looking awesome. Like he, he's looking awesome. On a I'm, not, I'm not throwing the double A. I'm not throwing the double A out there. He's got a fair bit to do, and we're only nine rounds in. But he's had a great start to the season as well, yeah. too. So I'm going with the D's. And have a look. The Battle of the Birds, last game of the year, 4.40 p.m., West Coast versus Adelaide. I'm just going with three words here. West Coast Eagles. By how much? This, this could get ugly. I reckon this could be a bit of a tight one, but it could get ugly. I just can't see Adelaide keeping the momentum going. And West Coast... Yes, they had the win last week, but I think that they'll take this one out quite easily. They're home. They're going to be in front of their 58 million fans over there in Perth. They're going to take it out, take it out quite easily as well too. So if you look at that in terms of the uh, AFL ladder and how everything is looking, 
based on our tips, there's going to be much, m- a little bit of movement at the top. Pardon. Yeah. It always changes. Yeah. The Ds go go again. Um, you could potentially jump up to second on this ladder if the doggies – well, actually, it is a no, – it's a, an eight-point game for you. You win yeah. this and you're going to be jumping up. Uh, actually, no, you won't. You got, you, unless you're going to pick up 23%, it's going to be a bit of a challenge. But Geelong, Brisbane Lions and Sydney West Coast – Richmond GWS. So there's going to be a couple of games where it's going to be a couple of those eight point games, and it's it's, it's exciting times, mate. This is where this is where the field, like if you're doing the Melbourne Cup, you probably run the first uh, first 800 meters. Now they're really trying to settle down as they work towards the middle part of the race too. So yeah. I'm pumped, mate. Another great weekend of footy. So I'm excited for it. I know you're excited for it as well. Anything that Love catches it. your eye that you wanted to uh, quickly fill us in on? Uh... Anything from this week? No, not really. Not really. For me, West Coast and Adelaide, I'm just going to go at, uh, West Coast by – could be a hungie. You're going to – you're going to – you're going to – Could a be a hungie. hungie. Could be a hungie. Jeez. Put it on. All right. We might have, we might have to get a multi gun for next week, I reckon. We might have a crack put that up for everybody. All right. A couple of things before we wrap up Tipped Out. A couple of things I want to let out. Jamie's got his listener question. Uh, Jamie, for the people who didn't tune in to Lace Out or haven't heard the main podcast, mm-hmm. your listener question on our Facebook page is? It certainly is. The question is – is cereal a soup? Look, I'm not going to lie, Peps. There are moments when we do a live podcast that things are just live and you can't change that. I promise I'll be back with a ripping question next week, but this week, get involved. And people who have got involved, thank you. <laughs> so is su- is cereal a soup? There's the listener question. Get on, leave your opinion. Second of all, um, remember they got the share and discount, so 30% off. Just type in Lace Out at the checkout. You'll get 30% off. Virtually two for one, according to J-Dog. We've got our listener feedback. We're going to be going for one more week. So get on. If you haven't given us any feedback, it takes two minutes of your time to answer one question. What is it you like about Lace Out and Tipped Out? And more importantly, a oh, we've got a brand new giveaway, which I'm going to announce next week, but it's going to take you back to your childhood. Yep. And one more final thing, Peps. Just yep. going to bring a bit of our outside show into the inside show. If you have a connection to Champion Data, how do we get involved? We want a Champion Data connection because we can. We want stats. We're not going to go overboard, but we want stats, and we're pretty limited with what we can get because there's a bit of flaw. We want the good stats. So if you know anyone from Champion Data, you can hook us up with a Champion Data license or whatever. Let us know in the show notes. Send us an email. Or if you're a graphic artist, let me know because we also need a, a T-shirt designed. So shoot us an email as well too. But that's it. It's another week of Tipped Out. Our tips every week, just the way you like it. Look at that, 22 minutes. Beautiful to listen to this during your lunch break. Get back to work. It's Friday. Head to the bar for a couple of beers and enjoy your weekend. Jamie Wallace, I can't do the show without you, my friend. So I have to ask you, how do you want your tips, mate? I like them tipped out, Peps. And I'd love it too. So all the best. Hope your team wins. And we'll see you back Tuesday night for Lace Out. Good luck to your team and 